and welcome to Aztec Nation. Folks, the Aztecs came up a little short tonight. Uh, we lost 42-37 to a great performance by uh, St. Louis. Um, the defensive front for Mexico City, we played hard. We caused them problems. But the one thing I can say about St. Louis is these guys are tough as nails at home. Um, but we're not the only team to lost this week at home. Um, when it comes to the, the away teams winning this week, one team won. And they barely won. Now, let me first... Uh, tell you how this happened we got off to an early lead you know put up 28 points and we were cruising but then they slowly crawled their way back and in the fourth quarter one bad pass went back the other way what happened to us last week we uh, only you know our, our pick six went and that capped the game for us and we won at home but this week you live by the pick you die by it and we died by it today all the credit to st louis they had a terrific game and um i would give up my sack and uh my well played just to take back that one pass but it's done, and uh, congratulations to St. Louis. Great effort, and uh, we'll see you all next week when we head to London. We're out. And welcome to Aztec Nation. I'm here with uh, halfback extraordinaire uh, Phoenix Jones from the Mexico City Aztecs. Welcome to Aztec Nation, Phoenix. Glad to be here, man. How are you? Not too bad. Can you tell us about, a bit about yourself, please? Sure. So uh, I live in Massachusetts. I have uh, a boy and a girl. I'm married for 12 years now. Um, originally from Miami, Florida. But uh, I call the Northeast home now. Okay. How did you find the simulation football league? I was watching my cable network television. I have a streaming service that I use, um, and it just so happens to have 11 sports network on it. And I was flipping through the channels, and I came with a, I came across what looked like uh, a video game, um, and it it was a championship game between uh, Seattle and De uh, Denver a few years back, and um, you know just like. Uh, a train wreck. I couldn't. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I just had to keep watching it. So uh, I ended up watching the game, and throughout the broadcast, they made mention of how to join things like that. So I immediately joined and downloaded. Uh, I I never even heard of Discord until then. So that's how the journey began. That's terrific. Now, for everybody who don't doesn't know, um, Phoenix this year uh, moved to Texas. They're now the Lone Star Glory. Um, now, 
you were drafted as a fullback your first year. Um, how did you find your first year in the league? To be honest, it was a, a lot more action than I thought. I initially anticipated to do a lot of blocking for Hall of Famer uh, Ray Bentley, but um, they actually got me the ball quite quite a bit. I was uh, I think I had a uh, hundred and something carries, three hundred plus yards, uh, total seven touchdowns, including the playoffs, thirty plus catches. I, I do believe um, I had the best yards per carry, yards per catch. I'm sorry, uh, of any running back or fullback in the entire league, uh, and that led to uh, me becoming an all-star. Okay, so at the end of the year. So we know you you got to spend some time with Ray last year. Uh, what advice did uh, Ray give you in your rookie year? Uh, so Ray and I actually met in person, and I also met uh, the. Uh, Mexico City Aztecs number one tight end and the best tight end in the game, Mike Daggs. We actually met uh, live at the draft, um, the live draft, the inaugural live draft in Boston. And so um, I had gone there originally, not really expecting much. I had only been in the league about five weeks or so. Um, the draft was about five, six weeks after the championship game. So I had just only a handful of check-ins between that day and the live draft. I really had no anticipation of getting picked. There was there was people there, not at the live draft, but in um, available to be drafted with like 12, 15 check-ins, and I had, I think, five. Uh, it just so happened that luckily it was in Boston, which is about an hour away from where I live. So I said, hey, what the heck, go, go give it a shot. It'll be fun. I actually met uh, Johnny Pickler there and uh, Mikey and Proda as well. And, of course, Cam was there and some of the other uh, owners, uh, Andy, Mark Chisholm, and, of course, uh, Eddie Gage. He was there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we spent a little time talking there. Mostly as far as talking about the season and advice, well, we didn't really talk much about that. It was more just, you know, we were hanging out at the... Uh, after the um, draft, we went to Dave and Buster's, and we kind of just got to play around a bit. But not much advice as far as going into the season. But um, I think the only, only only thing I really took was from his his lead, as as well as other leaders, just to uh, kind of just keep your head low and do your thing, do your check-ins, and or you know afterwards do your uh, weekly progression. Yep. But uh, other than that. Um, yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised at how many carries I got, but ultimately the goal was to uh, go further into the playoffs. But uh, you know what? Overall, I guess uh, we would call it a win for year one. Yeah. Um, now, we all know Ray decided to take a little bit of a break, um, unfortunately. But fortunately for us, we still had you on the roster. So um, you made the switch to halfback. How did you? How have you found the transition so far? Uh, so far, one game in, um, not a lot of success. So only 28 yards and 10 carries. I uh, did have five catches for I think 30 something yards. Um, so it's going to take a little bit um, of getting used to. I think, honestly, I think I caught a lot of people for, by surprise last year with how, many, how much action I got out of the fullback spot. I don't think people in other teams were game planning for that, so I kind of got them off guard. Uh, now being um, 
launched into the lead role, I think that's typically what defenses game plan for. Um, and early in the year, of course, starting off with um, lower tiered sort of skill set, if you will, before the progression kicks in, it's going to be a little challenging because the you know first of all it's going to be different plays, more traditional run plays that defenses can stack more men in the box for. So um, uh, all that matters is we won, and we won convincingly uh, against my my friend and fellow fullback of the past, Mikey Improta. So it was nice to get a win against him. First first matchup against Chicago. So at the end of the day, winning is all that matters. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a rough first game for me at the running back, we'll tell you that. Yeah, well, you've got a, you've got a second chance on Monday to, uh, to show everybody what you can do. So that'll be good. Now, you've, uh, we've got a new fullback, Laura Horrell. She played with me on the San Jose flight um, in the SFLM. Um, any advice to her? Um, progress. Progress every, every week. Um, uh, keep in touch with uh, with Ramos and the coaching staff and the owners. Let them know you know what your thoughts are, what your plans are, how you how are you feeling. Um, Ramos always did a great job getting me involved, even though I was a secondary option in the backfield. He did a great job, uh, and uh, in the games in which we had a lot of success, we caught a lot of people off guard. Um, with the plays from the fullback. People just didn't expect it. So what I would tell her is that um, not to necessarily have the mentality of, hey, I'm a fullback, I, I probably won't get much activity. Don't have that mindset um, because Ramos will find you a way um, to get in the act, to get some activity. Um, I was, I, I, not a game went by last year where I didn't have activity. There was maybe two games where I, I played poorly, but the other 10, and then the playoff game, um, they were they were actually pretty productive games. Um, and I, I, if I remember correctly from our previous matchup against Chicago this week, I think the best run from either her or I was hers out of the fullback slot. I think she had a nice eight-yard scamper. Um, I I struggled to get yards from the from the running back spot. So just keep your head up. Well, she got a, She also got a great catch for us on third down, which just extended the drive, which was really helpful. Yes, uh, she. You know, and if Ramos continues the trend from last year, and and I don't want to give any uh, any the opposing defenses any highlights into our mindset, but uh, uh, Ramos is is a, a master of deploying the fullback. He used me quite a bit out of the fullback in catching the ball, and like I said, I led. I'm pretty sure. I'm positive it was all fullbacks, but I'm also pretty sure that it was any running back, period, running back or fullback. I'm pretty sure I led the league in um, yards per catch, uh, two catches, uh, went for touchdowns, and I had many, many large gains, including a, a ridiculous one-hander, which you probably see in the promo. That was the, the promo picture you have was a ridiculous one-hander yeah. down the middle. Um, could have very easily been the uh, catch of the year candidate, so. Yeah. Um, he will find a way to use her. So, yeah. Now, um, any last words for Ask Technician? We had a great first game. Uh, it was nowhere near as close as the final score indicated. 
um, we sort of took our foot off the gas there and trying to give some of the starters a break in the, I think it was like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and we brought in the reserves to get them some action. So um, that promptly led to um, Shan Varner going over the top against one of our uh, reserve corners, um, and uh, the score wasn't actually as close as that. So we had a great start. Uh, we have um, a St. Louis team coming in. Well, actually, we're visiting St. Louis. I believe we're on the road. Yep. And um, they just got, um, I mean, to be quite honest, they got uh, embarrassed at the, at the hands of Louisiana, which was a big rival, uh, rivalry game. And it so will be they, for a while. They're probably coming off. Uh, they're a little bit, uh, got a little chip on their shoulder. I know they have a, a, a young squad there. Um, I know I know ownership a little bit over there, and they are, they're you know top notch bunch kind of guys. So that's good. I have, um, and I'm not gonna shout any names, but I have some uh, some fellas, we'll say, from St. Louis. Um, perhaps this is their first year. Um, I have caught wind of some trash talk coming from their side. So well, it would don't, be nice don't worry. To I, I've been I've been trash make, talking with them too. It's yeah. Uh, it would you know. be nice to make sure they go zero and two. Um, uh, that would be some nice. Um, I'd have some nice screenshots that I could share in the Discord if we can win. So absolutely. Now next week uh, we're having a defensive line special. We're going to have the brothers of destruction in. My fellow defensive lineman. Uh, Scott Ironman Stover, Kyler Kings King Kingsley, and uh, maybe we can get talk to Broccoli and get him to come in too. So uh, this has been the Aztec Nation, and we'll see you soon. Talk to you. London's burning. London's burning. That's right, folks. London will be burning as the Mexico City Aztec head across the pond to battle the London Knights next week. And this is your game preview. First, let's look at the staff of the London Knights. Owner and head coach, Liam Crowder. Angus McLean, who's their team president. Penner Hendricks is their general manager. Benji Madison's their director of communication. Jeff Gagne advises them on their digital content. Well, Dustin Zeck is their head scout. Now let's look at their players on offense. We have Angus McLean, who once quarterbacked the San Francisco Sharks. Iggy Swift, who was their fullback. Robert Merrill, who was a who was a receiver in SFLM, makes the switch to running back. Well, Fox Highwing goes from running back in the SFLM to receiver. Then Kelya and Dustin Zeck round out the receiving court. Dalen Rhodes and Benji Madison, the first round pick, are their other tight ends. Now one thing that will be a key to this game is the battle in the trenches. Now, why don't we look at the London Knights offensive line? Wait a minute, we can't. Ben, they didn't draft any. Now, this is a quote so to speak, um, from Liam. He said he didn't believe that offensive linemen were that big a deal. After this game, he'll feel they're a big deal. The Aztec 
lead brothers of destruction have been on a tear since joining the league so we'll see how that battle between the CPU offensive line of London and the Mexico City defensive line handle things now special teams they have J.D. Duntley as their kicker so let's look at their defensive unit which is a very good unit um, Eric Surrett is one of their defensive end they have William Davison who's uh, one of their defensive tackle Zach DeBerner Turner let me tell you about Zach Zach was a receiver in SFLM he got to London and they just put him on a on a seafood diet in other words he sees everything he eats it the boy has put on a lot of weight but he's able to handle it and he's been a force for them in the middle uh, then you got Joe Duncan rounding out uh, the front four then you go to the linebackers Tully Mack Scarborough and Jeff Gagne and then they have their corners Tanner Hendricks Brandon Ewing and this is another popular thing that people like to do in the league you have uh, more than one free safety they have uh, Marcus Reed and Devlin Svey as their uh, free safeties and then Jack Russell now this is an approach that a lot of teams use they, they, they bring that one free safety down and he covers the slot guy um, now if you go back to our first game we had that and uh, well our quarterback went off so we'll see how it works out for them now the key for this will be two, two fronts can the defensive line of the Mexico City Aztecs get through that CPU line and cause havoc with their with their offense? If we can, it'll be a long day for London. If not, this will be a hell of a game. Now, the defensive side of the ball for London, they need to get to us. They need to get to our quarterback and they need to be able to stop the running game. They stop the running game that we become one-dimensional. And even though we've got a Hall of Fame quarterback in Matt Wilson, one-dimensions are not good. So uh, Phoenix Jones has to have a big game. Now, this would be a good game. It should be a close game. But I think the Aztecs take this strictly because of our defensive line. Now, I might not be a little biased about that, but I honestly think Liam's biggest mistake this draft was not taking an alignment. Now, he may think it's a fad, it'll go away, but next year, he'll take some alignment. Um, if he doesn't, London's never going to get off the ground. That's just my personal opinion. I think they've done a fabulous job rounding out this roster, but I think we're a little bit better. So we'll see you next week on the Aztec Nation podcast. And London, guess what? You will be burning. burning.
London, you will be burning. See you next week. <laughs>